Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Lyons. I am the founder and co-host of the Undercut Podcast. Joining me once again is my fellow co-host, Mark Gould. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. We are back for our 11th episode in This Week in F1. And today we are joined by a very special guest. Uh, it's Mark Gould's father. We use his studio, and it is Randy Gould. Hey, thanks very much for having me, guys. Randy's going to be sitting in on the podcast today, chiming in, occasionally giving in his two cents. Uh, Randy has a radio show called Randy on the Radio. We will link his website and his social media in our bio to this podcast if you want to check him out. And yeah, so it is. Uh, we're back for this week in F1. And Mark, we missed we missed last week because of coronavirus. Yeah, yeah. A couple of COVID protocols. We're just trying to be safe, making sure we're able to do this safely so we can keep on doing it and, and keep everyone safe. But we missed it. We covered some news that came out Tuesday morning on the podcast we mm-hmm. recorded on Tuesday because we could not not talk about it because it was huge news. Yeah, of course. We're going to go over it briefly again today. We're going to go over it briefly. Um, it was mostly Mazepin signing for Haas, Hamilton being diagnosed with coronavirus, COVID-19. Yeah. and But then some new stuff happened. George Russell. George. Got the Mercedes. George Russell. George Russell, as I like to call well him. Well paid, Russell. Well paid, Russell. He got the Mercedes seat. Schumacher is back in F1, which just adds to that 90s nostalgia we've been feeling. I'm going to clarify. A Schumacher is back in F1. A, a Schumacher. Not the Schumacher. Yeah, not the Schumacher. That could have been bad. We can't wait for the day that he comes <laughs> back. Not racing, but in the sport involved. I hope so. I hope so. Not going to We don't really know anything about his um, no one knows about his situation right but now. But we wish him all the best. Oh, always. But A Schumacher is back signing a multi-year deal. Uh, Jack Aiken is replacing Russell, and then Jack Aiken is being replaced in F2. I'm not sure entirely who who by. Uh, Norris thinks that Russell can win. So do I. Yeah, me too, but we'll talk about that later and much more. So yeah, let's roll this intro and get right into it. Okay, so first piece of news for the Secure Grand Prix. As you know, Lewis Hamilton has been diagnosed with COVID-19. Oh, too bad. Yeah, too bad. Well, I mean, I feel bad for him, but literally somebody now has a chance. Yeah, exactly. Someone (laughs) else. Obviously, this, like we said on the last podcast, this isn't the way we want Lewis Hamilton to not participate in a race. We just were hoping he'd miss a flight or maybe he'd have to take, take care of his vegan dog. Yeah, Roscoe Roscoe. didn't get enough nutrition this week. Yeah, well, we're getting our weekly, (laughs) our episode annual Roscoe name drop early. We're still in the first three minutes. (laughs) Hamilton is a vegan dog. If you don't know, Christian Horner is married to a Spice Girl. Hamilton dated Rihanna. She's ginger spice, isn't she? Yeah, she sure is. is. What a gem. What's new on the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) There's no one like Christian Horner. Yeah, guy's a legend. Absolute. The greatest to ever do it. Uh (laughs) <laughs> that's a hot take maybe not i also don't necessarily agree with <laughs> i that. might i or might take jean todd over him jean todd, i don't agree with that at all but it's not the jean todd thing i don't agree oh, with okay. the I was gonna Christian say. horner thing he is he is the goat though ever yeah. since he jumped in the the pool in monaco and that nothing but the superman cape oh yeah that's a pretty legendary yeah, that was wild yeah but lewis hamilton diagnosed with COVID 19 as you probably know very unfortunate yep and so everyone was waiting to see who was going to replace him. And I don't want to say I called it, but saying George Russell was going to replace him and then Jack Aiken, is that what they should have done? 
I called it. Yeah, you did. Actually, I, I have to tell you, I was talking last week to uh, Jonah from the Believing that. from the <laughs> from the. Yeah, don't don't even don't even try. No, no okay, problems. well, anyways, I was talking to him, and I, I was saying that basically the uh, I thought that Russell was going to step up and actually take his spot. So yeah. the fact that he did, and that was actually talked about really, uh, probably I don't know, twelve hours after I said it. Yeah. So I, I was thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. It was kind of e- a little easy to call, but at the same time, I I really I thought. I shouldn't say I called it because I, I really thought it was going to be Stoffel. Yeah, see, I, I, I was did. I was more on the Russell trend than the Stoffel trend, but I won't yeah. lie to you. I still think it should have been Jensen Button. <laughs> <laughs> okay, going out on a limb, though, was it possible at all that it could have been Hulkenberg? It could have been. Could have been. Probably, Probably not. No. Yeah, um, you know, if you're thinking of drivers who have the most racing experience in the past year, it would have been Stoffel Van Doren. He's racing Formula E. He's coming hot off of a test. Like yeah. a testing session with them, and yeah, it's Formula E. But Hulkenberg has two races, and when you know when you're in a racing, he's point, had some good races too. He has those two races were great, proving that he deserves a, a seat, seat in no, Formula fun. One. Is he going to get it? No, no, at least not next year. No. Unless he wants to go to Tarasso. Maybe, Maybe if he gets that seat, Red Bull. It's that he you don't think he's going to get. He's the even Red Bull said seat. those talks have gone quiet though. Yeah, but. Going back to the topic, George Russell, what do you guys think of that? Mark, what do you think of that move? I'm not mad at it. I'm excited yeah. to see him get a point. Cause Hyped. If he doesn't get a point um, this week, he's never getting a point ever. You heard no. it here first. But, I'm having. I'm going to knock on wood. Cause I, I, I shouldn't yeah. even say it because I don't want to jinx it, but I have that feeling that Mercedes has not had an engine failure. No, they've well, been so consistent. The Mercedes engine has, but the Mercedes works team. Yeah. They've just been on top form, not Bottas, <clears throat> Oops. but Hamilton has been on top form all year. No real problems besides his tires being gone and his engine being gone every race, but then he sets fastest laps. Yeah, I don't know how he does it. He's an, he's an animal that guy. Wasn't a couple races ago he had like 34 laps on one set of tires? Yeah. He just, it was uh, in Istanbul. Yeah. Yeah. In Turkey, he just was pumping in laps on those intermediates, turned them into slicks. So he's been on top form. Super so cool race strategy, by the way. Russell, but the the pressure for Russell, because this isn't just you get a seat in Mercedes for a, a race. Because yeah. this is not that. This is a career-defining moment for this driver. Oh, absolutely. Career-defining. Okay, but realis- realistically, what could he do? So the, Okay, so he wins. Or let's not say he's going to win. I don't think that's going to happen. But he gets a point. He's up there. Where does he go next? Because he's, you know, is he still a backup driver for Mercedes next year too, or is there a spot? Because obviously, with Mick Schumacher coming up, yeah. um, you know that Haas spot is gone. So where does he actually land up? Well, he's on well, contract next year with Williams still. Yeah, Russell. So he's, he's stagnant for a little bit. Right. But till, till what twenty twenty two? He can. I, I can't remember. I believe he. I'm not entirely sure, so don't quote me on this, but I I think he can opt out of that contract to go to Mercedes. Yeah, but they're not. If Luke, when, when, not like, not like, yes, it, this, if, but when Lewis resigns, yeah. he's going to be there and they're not going to give up both tests a seat. We talked about that last episode, yeah. as much as we'd like them to. This isn't going to be a, this isn't going to be a, he does an amazing this race and Mercedes is like, all right, Hamilton, you're out of here. Yeah, well, that'll or never Bortas, happen. You're out of here. He's still, no, 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 of course not. But he, he's going to prove his worth. He hasn't had a chance mm-hmm. in Formula One. He won the F2 championship mm-hmm. as an amazing friend. He's done well in all of his uh, careers. All of his well, his, his continuous career, his different circuits, yeah. yeah. All of his campaigns, yeah. So, but he hasn't had the chance to really prove himself, and the chances that he has, which is 
few and far in between, he's kind of bottled it or just got unlucky, and that's all getting points. But yeah, yeah, oh yeah, but he's also in the worst car. Yeah, but people, yeah, it's impossible to win in a Williams. Oh, for sure, very, you can't win in a Williams. Yeah, it's unless, very, you, unless you're Pastor Maldonado. Exactly, but. 2012 Spanish Grand Prix, different era, D- different. <laughs> but era. he's also not Pastor Maldonado. He's also their last winner. He deserves a seat in Formula One. I'm, so he was, he was the last one to win a Will, in a Williams car? Yeah, 2012. Wow. Man, alive, that sucks. Yeah, it's wild. It's been a long time. Yeah, too bad for Since Williams. Claire Williams came into power, they've done absolutely they've fuck all. They've gone downhill and downhill and downhill. Oh, yeah. But George Russell, this is so much more than just a weekend in a fast car. Mm-hmm. This is a career. This will be the difference between possibly championships for oh, this yeah. driver. If he races in... Obviously, they're going to give him a lot of leeway. Like, if he's four-tenths behind Bottas or five-tenths, I don't think Mercedes is going to have a shit fit. No, it's his first time in the car. Yeah. He's done no testing. If he he's like beats Bottas, it would be insane. Yeah. It would be insane. I would not believe... I would not be able to believe it. They honestly might just kick Bottas out. I hope he does. I really hope well, he does. Well, to me, Bottas is the ugly stepsister. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, that's all he'll ever be. Like, yeah. I still stand by he is the future of Formula One, though. Well, on I a different, so may, don't agree. well, maybe on a different team. No, the, not the future of Formula One. I'm sorry, he is the uh, post the post Hamilton. Imme- let me rephrase. He is the post Hamilton immediate future of Mercedes. Hamilton is not going to last as long as him. No, and they need a Botas. Okay, so I I give him maybe one or two years of being the future of Mercedes post Hamilton because they're not going to sit around and not bring in a better driver. Yeah, but again, besides Russell, maybe like Max Verstappen. If he's Max is on contract till twenty twenty three, so exactly. But if Hamilton retires at the end of twenty twenty one, that's two more years. Or Bottas is going to essentially have to carry that team as Russell. If they decide to keep Bottas, he's he's continuously on one year contracts. Yeah. So saying that he's like the best or their their immediate future. Is a far stretch in my eyes because they have they have George Russell who they could bring up, yep. who I would bring up, who's a better driver than Bottas, mm-hmm. in my opinion, in most people's opinions. And I think they would start to fit the car around him almost immediately. Yep. Similar to what a Leclerc Leclerc in yeah, battle situation. Yeah. And like last year was Leclerc's first season at Ferrari and yeah. he was their number one driver right off the bat. Mm. Vettel is getting old, he's kinda washed up. Oh, <laughs> like he, he is going to be rejuvenated in Aston Martin. I hope so. Words. I hope so. I he's, really do. I, I like him as a driver. He is going to win a race in the first eight races of 2021. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Let's let that sink, let that sink in. Open the door. Let that sink in. Now, listen, I, I hope so. I hope he does have a great mm. career, rest of his career. How's there. he going to be? Okay, so how's he going to beat a Mercedes? Next year he won't. That's right. He there, won't. He won't beat a Mercedes next year. But the year after, when Pierre, the rules change, of course. Pierre Gasly beat him. Pierre Gasly beat a Mercedes. Yeah. Okay. Yes, but you know what I mean. Like, there, there's a he's out, he absolutely could beat a Mercedes in a race. Max Verstappen beat a Mercedes. Lance Stroll beat a Mercedes. Yes. Okay. What What I'm saying is, you could absolutely beat a Mercedes in a race. But Lance over be- the over the course of the season, you're not. They're I'm not next saying year. he's going to be winning championships in 2021. I'm just saying. In the first eight races, you heard it here first or maybe second. You heard it here <laughs> in the top five. You heard it here first. Vettel is going to win a race in the first eight races of the 2021 season. Sure. All right. You better put that on your website. It is going to be on the website. I will make an Instagram post of mm-hmm. it. And the re- every time he goes to a new team, 
-hmm. He is rejuvenated and has a slew of amazing performances. 2015, Malaysia. It took him like eight races to win in that Ferrari, which was not that competitive. No. It was Mercedes was a 10 out of 10. Mm -hmm. Red Bull was like a 5. And Ferrari was like a 4. Yeah. So... I, he is rejuvenated. He in the toxic environment of Ferrari. Maybe it's toxic. I don't know. But hard to say. I think it might be. I like. I think it might be toxic. Toxic for him. He's a fish you know out of water. I mean? It's just, it's exactly a, it's a similar situation right now yeah. to what um, Albon's facing at Red Bull. Yeah, he's a Lightning McQueen to uh, Jackson Storm. Yeah, Charles Leclerc's <laughs> Jackson Storm. Sort of. Yeah, sort I get. Of. I get it. Like because newer, he has the. You can't. You can't teach, an old, can't teach an old dog new tricks. So oh. you're going to rejuvenate him as a new dog in a new team. Yeah, and I, I agree that – I hope he does well. Don't get me wrong. I have like the yeah. utmost respect for him. He's a four-time world champion, yeah. 53 or 54 race winner. Mm-hmm. Like an incredible driver. Well, me and Papa Stroll were having a couple brews, a couple beers, as we do. Oh, yeah, you and Lawrence? Yeah, yeah we're just we're, chatting it We're good day. friends, and he thinks he agrees with me. For, yeah, you're on a first-name yeah. basis? That that may or may not be true, so don't quote <laughs> me on that. <laughs> so when are, you, when are you getting a seat? When am I getting a seat? Yeah. I, I, my lawyer has advised me not to disclose oh, that. Okay. It will be announced on the Formula One page. Will it? Okay, call. Nice, call. nice to know. Good. Excellent. <laughs> But I just want, like listen. As long as I got press box seats, I'm good. Yeah, for sure. No, you, you can get general admission. <laughs> oh fuck! Oh. I don't even get a grandstand seat. No, sorry. Kind of fucked and up. Don't put them on the hairpin either. We're, no, no. You're gonna right on the right on the. I'd straight. like to sit on, on the, the straightaway. Go on the straightaway. <laughs> We're getting off topic. <laughs> Sebastian Vettel will win a race. He heard it here first in the first eight races of 2021. But George Russell, going back to George Russell, <laughs> after we veered off that for a little bit. It's so much pressure. This is the this is life can be potentially life changing because there will be seats available. Whether it's Hamilton retires at the end end of next year, whether they, they don't renew Bottas's contract mm-hmm. and Hamilton wants to continue his Formula One campaign, he is next. There yeah. is not a driver, maybe Max Verstappen, but there's not a driver that they're gonna pick before him. It's a Charles Leclerc situation. Mm-hmm. He is the Mercedes version of Charles Leclerc, mm-hmm. and the. But Leclerc didn't have an opportunity to race in Ferrari no. until 2019. Until he hit his seat, yeah. Russell has this golden egg opportunity. Oh, man, he, he, he better he better perform. It's a lot of pressure. It's it is. This but is the most. Important. So is every race. So is stepping into yeah. that car anytime. I'm, but this is different. You've gone from stepping into Williams in 19th place, and it's basically like worst case scenario, you're net down one position, or you're up six positions. And yeah. you're facing Nicholas Latifi. Who's the worst driver on the track. Well, he's also in a crap <laughs> car. Yeah. Yes. He's in a but crap he's car. Still what do you want? Un- I, he's- First year in Formula One. He's not a prodigy. He might have had some acceleration through, pun intended, through uh, the ranks of motorsport because of his dad's money. But I'm finding with these paid drivers, I mean, all Formula, every Formula One driver is a paid driver. Okay, but hold on a second. But what about Lance Stroll? Right, Lance Stroll was on Daddy's payroll. Yep, Lance Stroll and right. still is. And uh, okay, but he's but not he's, a bad driver. Exactly, but he was a bad driver when yeah. he started. Right. He yeah. crashed out of his first five races. Not he had a pretty good 2017 season actually. 
I had a podium. He had a front row start in Monza. Yeah, he was in a pretty crappy Williams. Yeah, the Williams was not great. They were okay. They were points so finishing. The, okay, so the point here is is you have to learn. You've got to climb the ranks, right? And you're yeah. not going to be yeah. put in the best car. Mm-hmm. So if you're just learning to climb the ranks, just mm-hmm. like Latifi is, give well, okay, so where's Latifi going to be in five years from now? You don't know that, exactly. right? Exactly. Right? He and could also, be in also true, he could be out of it. Right, he could be. Well, okay, so, so could uh, George Russell, right? Like, Sure, I, I don't see that happening. No, there. I understand that. I'm just making a statement. I'm just saying that it's possible. Okay, so I guess at the end of the day, yeah, Russell has a very he's, he's got the he's got a golden carrot sitting in front of him. He's got to make the hay while the sun shines. And could you imagine j- just just for a second, what would happen if he actually won the race on Sunday? I would be. Insane. What would you do? What, what would, I mean, if he wins this, thing. I'd be making a podcast about yeah. it yeah. immediately. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, we are going to make a podcast yeah. on Sunday Sunday at 9 p.m. EST. Yep. Which is uh, pretty early in the morning for everyone in Europe, but yeah, if he won that race, it would just it would shut all of his. He doesn't have a ton of haters, but it would shut all of the haters up that says he doesn't deserve it. And, mm-hmm. You know, he's he's shit in the bed in this Williams. It would shut them all up, and it would prove if he beats Bottas on pure merit, it will look horrible on Bottas. Oh, oh yeah. for sure it would. Mm. Dan, Daniel Ricardo. Um, he's my favorite driver, by the way. Just so you know. Okay, good to know because he is also my favorite driver. Yeah, I, love, is, I love. I love Ricardo. He is the goat. But, Go McLaren. Um, <laughs> Next year, people. You know, you think going from a Williams to a Mercedes, it's going to be. It is going to be a tough transition. But Daniel Ricardo in 2019, when he was talking about Vettel and Leclerc, he mentioned that it's really it's a lot easier to go from terrible car to an amazing car yeah and it is to go from an amazing car to a bad car he oh says, for sure mm-hmm. why well, i mean that that just stands the reason it's like you're playing for this in the stanley cup playoffs and you're playing on a stanley cup winning team and you go down to your last place team it's no fun the only thing yeah. you can do is and again the rules in 2022 are going to make it a lot more competitive right so mm-hmm. now it, the gap is going to narrow so really what it's going to come down to is going to be how good of a driver are you when the field is going to be that much closer Exactly. And that's where those those drivers who are are that much better are going to shine. Mm-hmm. The, like the drivers, like I said, I don't know if I did say this on on last on the last podcast, but the drivers like um, like Charles Leclerc, like Max Verstappen, like Lewis Hamilton, like potentially George Russell and mm-hmm. potentially Lando Norris are going to shine above the rest. Who are I w- I'm not going to say mediocre drivers because none of them are mediocre drivers that are driving in Formula One, but in my opinion, those four or five are leagues above the rest right now. Yeah, but what I was saying with the Vettel and the Leclerc thing is when Leclerc went up to Ferrari, you just you're like, wow, this car's faster, so you feel like you can brake later, and you feel like this where Vettel is kind of plateaued in the performance of the Ferrari, which has been mm-hmm. relatively the same. Obviously, going to 2017, it's been faster, but it's well, easy. 2018, he was fast. 2019, he was fairly fast. But I meant the car, where Leclerc went from the Alfa Romeo or the Sauber, I think it was called when he left. In 2018, to a Ferrari, yeah, which is like going from playing Pee Wee, yeah, like well, Pee Wee hockey, yeah, it's or, like playing, house, okay. league AAA. playing okay. house league soccer, to going into you know like Champions League. All sure. right, let me ask this question: If you've got Lewis Hamilton and in a Mercedes, yeah, and you put Lewis Hamilton in an AlphaTauri, you put him in the not a Red Bull, but there, what's the? Forgive me, I can't remember the the. the the second Red Bull team. AlphaTauri. It's AlphaTauri, right? Yeah. All right. Do you think, as good of a driver as he is, he will ever finish in the top three? That's not That's not necessarily what I'm saying. I'm comparing him to his teammate. 
But but to answer your question, no. it's no, but it, it's you would anything's the, possible. You would have, what I'm getting, I guess you what, would have the best chance out of any driver on the grid if you put him in a Williams to get a point or finish on the podium. Right. Well, yeah. and, and I understand what you're saying, Adam. What you're basically saying is, you know, you're comparing, you know, the the quality of the driver. Really, it's quality. Are you know between? So are, are you comparing it between? Um, uh, Oh my gosh! Why am I? No, I'm, I'm comparing if if you are if you put it in terms of a regular person, if you drive a smart car to work or a little Renault Clio or whatever they're called to work every day, and then one day I hand you the keys to a Ferrari 488 Pista, you're gonna feel way faster. Well, you are faster. You are exactly. Faster. Yeah. But you're gonna feel a lot faster than. The guy next to you who's driving the exact same car but has been driving it for three years. Because, right. Yes. Because you're, it's like so, anything else. It, you're, it you're becomes normal. Yeah. You're used to it, right? So I think – I'm not saying this is going to launch Russell into winning that car, but I'm saying it's just going to feel – once he gets used to it, he's going to feel so much faster. Well, you know what True, it is. True, but do you think when he goes back to his Williams, he's just going to slow right down again? Oh, he's definitely going to slow down, but I, I, but you know what I mean. Like he's yeah. just, he's going to go back to two things. Just the two things. Maybe what happens is he gets behind the wheel of a machine like that, and he's you know sees what it's like. Then mm-hmm. he's hungry, right? And then maybe it pushes him to be a better driver. Yeah, maybe. Those, but I feel like he's been hungry. Oh, he's hungry. Like, he's hungry. Those, like a kid who yeah. hasn't had a point yet, who's that talented. I feel like he's been. I hungry. understand that, but but when you're in a car that that's of that magnitude, and then you you know go down back mm-hmm. to a Williams. You're hungry. You want to feel that feel again, and so sure. it makes you more competitive because you want to go. You want to get back to that that level of race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, again, uh, you know, you're an F1 driver. You're a good driver, but at the end of the day, the car right now, the way it's designed, the car is the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I I just think he's gonna. I think he will do well, and I think he's gonna kind of blow everyone away. I'm excited to watch the race. I can't. What time is it Eastern? Is it 9 a, nine Eastern on Sunday? Oh, it's noon. Oh, it's noon. Oh, even so, yeah. better. That's even better. So mm, you, okay. It's noon for us, which is perfect. That's which true. means Formula 2, getting up 7. I love watching Formula 2, but it's always at 4 in the morning. Getting up. I want to watch Shumi secure that His championship. championship. Yeah, that was the last say. race of the season. Yeah. This is last, it for them. Last two races. And speaking of Schumacher... Finally, it happened. Finally, finally, finally. It has been something I was hoping for. I thought it was going to happen for a while. And then I didn't think it was going to happen for a while because I thought Gunther Steiner was going to bring in an experienced driver alongside a Mazepin. If you don't know what I'm talking about, your boy Mick Schumacher signed for Haas. And speaking of pressure, Mm -hmm. holy shit, does he have some shoes to fill? I was going to say you got to live up to what your dad did, which... (laughs) <laughs> Seven world championships, 91 wins, 60-something polls, 20-plus years of experience, and arguably the second-greatest driver of all time. Mark thinks it's the greatest. I do. We're going to talk about this on a later podcast. But to come, he used to go under an alias like he was not a Schumacher, and I can yep. understand that because the pressure, man. It, he, they, he needs to stray away from his dad's name. But we've talked about this before. He's his yeah. own driver. Like, Oh, yeah, he is. But it's it's like Schumacher, if he's not just doing the expectations that fans have, especially fans in the media who are brutal, mm-hmm. just as brutal as mm-hmm. any Formula One team. Oh, yeah. Like the ex- Ferrari fans, especially yeah. guys who who want to see him, myself included, but like mm-hmm. like who want to see him eventually in that Ferrari seat, who yeah. I think it'll happen. I give it a couple of years. Like we give Albon a lot of shit. Oh, yeah. Because he's not performing very well. He's no. not performing. No. Imagine if Albon was Michael Schumacher's son. 
And oh, you're like, oh, this is a Schumacher. This yeah. isn't like a lot of people will think that uh, us at the Indica podcast do not uh, are not going to think that way. I think I we need to understand if he comes in and he's not performing, yeah. he just needs to get used to it. Deal well, with the he's, pressure. He's going to be a rook. He's going to be in a hoss, which isn't very yeah, fast. Exactly. You got to give him some time to get used to it. It's a different car. It's a different mm-hmm. environment, right? He's not. He's not. He's never been there. Yeah. He's driven his fair share of F1 cars, considering he ha- he's you, driven his dad's 04. Okay, but um, do you really think, honestly, that that he's even thinking that he'll ever become anything close to his father? I mean, like every single driver, I guarantee mm-hmm. on that grid, whether it's Roman Grosjean right now, who will never race as soon. As you're not fighting to beat those records or achieve the goals, which every driver's goal, you're not. If you're in Formula One and your goal isn't to win and get world championships, why are you doing it? You, you no, sh- I get it, but it's kind of like saying Wayne Gretzky has a kid and his kid gets on the ice and can play in the NHL. There's never ever going to be a chance in hell he's ever going to be anything close to his dad. But the thing is, there is a chance that he could be his dad. Uh, we don't. We don't. You don't know that. Well, the like rules Hamilton, are different. The Ham- rules are going to be different, right? Like if Ronaldo, so. if Ronaldo's son. Like plays in soccer, like that's he's got some massive shoes to fill, and so does Mick Schumacher. But is he going to be able to fill those shoes? I just think he needs to step in a different pair of shoes. Well, he's he's his own person, he's his own driver, like I said. But there's never not going to be that comparison. Mm-hmm. Um, well, maybe you can't not have that comparison. Maybe in time, maybe in time there won't be that comparison. Maybe he'll carve his own niche. And he needs to. Sure, but for the dist- for the for the near distant future, there oh, will be that. Okay, yeah, of course. But people have to be smart enough to understand. First of all, he's coming from F two, so yeah. he's a rookie, mm-hmm. right? He's going to be a rookie in F one. It's going to take him a couple of years. You got to be in the right car. Like, you have to have the perfect storm in order for him to be what his father was. And uh, can it happen? Sure, anything can happen. Yeah. Records. Are, there's an old saying: records are made to be broken, mm-hmm. right? And I'm sure that can happen. All I'm saying is that. People have to understand that he is not his dad, and maybe he one day he will. Right now he's not, and people have to get that through their head. And I understand you look at the Schumacher name and you're going, "Oh my goodness, he's got to be as good as his dad." No, not no, necessarily. Yeah, but most right? people don't like. Well, anyone with a brain is going to understand, and I, I say that loosely. But anyone with a brain who's who's who has any sort of Formula One knowledge is going to understand that he's his own driver. He's his he's his own person. And yes, he is a Schumacher. Yes, he's Michael Schumacher's son, but he isn't Michael Schumacher. Mm-hmm. And he's going to carve his own path and he's going to get there. Right. Right. But going back to what you were saying, yes, there's going to be an immense amount of pressure. There is going to be kid. a lot of pressure. And he, I was very happy when... And I think them signing... And I thought about what you said a couple podcasts ago about the heritage his name carries and the mm-hmm. money that will bring in and the experience and just the knowledge and that family aspect. Mm-hmm. Not just that, that name, bringing that back in a Formula One into Haas is going to bring Haas from here to here. And if you, okay, I, so, I guess we're on a podcast, you can't see my hands, but from but a he went up to a 10, <laughs> it, went, it went up. Here, being in the radio thing, all the way down here to all the way up here. That's probably a good way to describe it. Sure. <laughs> but, but here's the other question too. Why didn't anybody else try and take a chance on him earlier than now? Because he's he, in the Ferrari driver can He wasn't one. ready. He didn't have enough super license yeah. points. He wasn't in F2. This is his second year in F2. He's in F3 before. He just, he doesn't have the points now. He's going to get the points or he might have just gotten the points as of last weekend. Mm-hmm. But this is the first chance he's gotten, and they're going to put him in that seat. Oh, and he de- I think and he, I think he deserves it. Like mm-hmm. he, he's winning F two. He's proven himself enough times. How many F two wins has he got this year? Couple, three, two. It's F two is substantially more competitive than F and than F one is right he's now. He's got like eleven podiums, like four wins. He's leading the championship by a ton of points. He's pretty much got it, unless he has a shit show 
race in Bahrain next Yeah, he's leading the championship by 14 points. Mm -hmm. Which is a lot, which is a lot going into the last two races when the point system is different. All right, so he is qualified to hold the seat. Yeah, of course. Haas wouldn't have brought him in if he was qualified. He's attached to the Ferrari program. It's his program, and everyone, it's, it's a... It's a mixed Schumacher program, and everyone else is just participating in it. That's exactly what's going on right now. And Haas could have just kept Grosjean for one more year if he needed more time, or kept Magnussen, or mm-hmm. brought some other driver in, whatever. I think a new look is going to be so good for that team. So where uh, where are they going? So where's Gros, like, Grosjean's going? They're not. Um, Grosjean, we're not entirely sure. There were some talks okay. with Indy. Yeah, they might go to Indy, which would be cool. And there's some so talks. so basically he's done in his F his F one career. They is they for now. I, I well highly doubt they will ever race in Formula One again. Yeah, those two now. Really? But Magnussen, they're they're old. They're not young. There's they've been they around for they, a while. They they've done nothing. Well, Gross Jeans is young. No, he's not. How old is Gross Jeans? Grosjean is he's getting up there. He's at least thirty. He has a wife and three kids. Really. Yeah, so they're they're getting old, and they've they've been in Formula One a lot. They've kind of had their chance. Mm. They've had their time, but it's time to bring in a new wave. Grosjean's thirty four. Yeah. Oh wow, I didn't realize. I, man, I th- I didn't realize how. Uh, yeah. You know, how so old it's he was. it's time to bring. All right, so young blood is a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's Schumacher, and they're just Haas is not in a position right now to win championships. And thinking about this now, this isn't the re- this is a good reason why you know. Uh, Gunther Steiner wouldn't bring it, and why Haas wouldn't bring in an experienced driver. It's good to have that for development. But mm-hmm. if you're going to bring in, you want money and you want a young rookie, so two young rookies to help build that team from kind of the ground up. They oh, yeah. they took draft picks. And you know what's actually kind of cool about that scenario? The scenario mm-hmm. is they're not they're both rookies, you know, in the team. So it's not like you're having to fill somebody else's shoes and you're competing against somebody who has been there for a few years. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. Right. So when you're talking like, like if you look at, um, right. you know, the Mercedes team, mm-hmm. right, you know, you've got Lewis Hamilton there. And, uh, so you, you have to compete against him. These are two guys that are brand new with each other in, in on a team. So there's no preconceived notion of how you're going to do because mm-hmm. your teammates going to kick your ass because it really, you're both at the same level. And in a way, yeah, they're not really at the they're same not level. Schumacher's going to blow them. No, out no, of the you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. right? Like, of course, I understand he's going to blow them. I'm just saying, right now, they're both, you know, at the same position, and it's just going to obviously Schumacher's going to take off. You, you know yeah. where I'm going with that. But I think getting the two rookies in when Haas isn't doing great, get them trained, get them used to Formula One. Mm-hmm. Haas, they're getting a boost of money. Yep. Hopefully, they can make some progress. 2022, get these drivers. It's in. also a great starter seat for both of them. Yeah, it's going to be perfect. And it's, if Schumacher ends up in Ferrari, that'd be pretty sick. I hope so. Mazepin is just going to race in Formula 2. Uh, not Formula 2, my apologies. He's going to race in Formula 1. For it has. Few, yeah, yeah. That's where he's in Formula 1 for a while. His dad's bringing money. But these paid drivers, and I've noticed this since Lance, Lance Stroll is a great example of this, they're kind of laggards mm-hmm. in the sense of if you kind of are expedited or rushed, through the ranks of Formula One, because Mazepin didn't really have a great campaign in Formula Four and Formula Three, if you remember. Yeah. His first year in Formula Two wasn't amazing. No. His in twenty nineteen, his, his twenty twenty, his third got a couple of wins, a couple of podiums, mm-hmm. but he's always kind of been behind his teammates. But he keeps going up the ranks, and that's the money part. Mm-hmm. So I think he just does not have that same experience and that the experience from the work. That maybe a Schumacher. I mean, maybe not a Schumacher, but you know, like a Fernando Alonso, yeah, or a Hamilton has put in where he's 
had to earn those a little bit more. Or the the first Schumacher is a great example of yeah. that. Yeah. But has Mazepin earned this? Yes. I, I'm going to say it now. It's really easy just to tell him like to fuck off because he's a pay driver. But you, you have to get the super license points. He's had some good races. Each year, if you look at his career, each year the cars get faster. He gets faster. Sure. He gets closer to his teammates. He's third in the championship. He's beating his teammate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, unless yeah. I lots his teammate. I'm not entirely sure. Do, okay. Like, I yes, I think he, give him, it's possible that he deserved it. Just like Latifi, just give him a couple years in the sport before you make your judgment calls because they just need to build that experience that maybe some other Formula One drivers have gotten in the earlier years where they yeah. haven't gotten because they've just been expedited, essentially. Up, I think that... Yeah. <laughs> I just ran out of things to say right in the middle of that. I think that he will do good in the next couple of years. I think he's going to get better and better, and he's going to be behind Schumacher for sure, just like Latifi is behind Russell, okay. and just like Lance Stroh was behind Massa. They're not all Lewis Hamiltons. They're not all Sebastian Vettels, but I think... I think he's going to improve, and I think we sh no one – you sh don't judge him based on this first year. Just, like, don't judge Latifi on this first year. Let them catch up, which in a sport where letting them catch up sounds kind of like a pansy move. Mm -hmm. But just let him get that experience. Paid drivers are essential to the sport. I would rather have a paid driver in that Haas seat than no Haas team at all. I like Haas because I like teams in Formula 1. I like, I like seeing, an American team in Formula yeah. 1. That's kind of cool. North America, you got to represent. Yeah, so I, I agree that he he half deserves his seat. I think, is there a better driver for the spot? Yeah. I think Cal Mylod deserves a seat oh, over for him. Oh, sure. for sure. Definitely better. Um, but he's a paid driver. But he's a paid driver. And that's, why, and that's why, yes, he earned his super points. Yes, he's been faster every mm. year. But I, I seriously think that he like has to deserve it because Cal Mylod is a better person for that spot. He... Calamila, there's a, a long list of drivers that are better. Yeah. But there is a very, very short list, and it's probably Lance Stroll, a list of drivers that can bring more money to that team. And again, it's like going going electric. Do I want it to happen? No. But do I like having electric cars more than I like having no cars? Yes. I'd rather see electric Formula One cars go around a track and see no Formula 1 cars go around isn't, the track. But isn't an electric Formula 1 car just a Formula E car? What's the difference? There would be a lot of differences, which we can do in a podcast on. I, I don't know the differences, and they haven't really talked about it that much. I don't think it's happening anytime soon. I, it will happen in the next 10 years. You think? You think they're going fully electric zero, 10 years? Zero emissions by 2026 is the goal. It was 2030, but now it's 2026. So there will be no gasoline engines whatsoever zero. in F1. They're Those gonna, cars are going to be lightning fast. They're going to be quick. Yeah. But, but then what not, are they going to sound like? They're not going to sound like anything, but I, I would rather ha I'd rather see a paid driver go around that track than see no driver go around that track. Because if it's what paid drivers, if, if that's the cost to so I can watch Formula One every weekend, I am okay with that. Do I want to see Calamai lot in Formula One? Yes. Yes. Do I want to see Red Bull? Winning world championships, yes. Eh. But <laughs> does Mark want to see Ferrari not get knocked out in Q1 and Q2? Yes. Yes. But you just, I just like to sit and enjoy the sport for yeah. what it is and not get upset about a paid driver. And he, 
I think people need to give him a chance. I feel like there's a difference between getting upset yeah. and discussing, you know? Mm. Speaking, this is a discussion. No one's upset about Nikita Mazepin having this. I mean, there are people who I'm sure are upset about Nikita Mazepin not, having this. You're not the most amazing. I'm not the happiest about it. No. But like, Especially because Callum Eilat. Is outperforming him. Is outperforming is him. Better I want to see. Him? I want to see Perez, and I want to see Hulkenberg. Mazepin is not. I'm not like. I wake up in the morning. I'm like, man, I can't wait to see Mazepin race around that track. You know who I can't wait to see race around a track? Mick Schumacher. I was gonna say Fernando Alonso, but also Mick Schumacher. <laughs> Fernando Alonso as well. But speaking of uh, getting an opportunity, and Jack Aiken is replacing Russell. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet to see him. He he's had. a a pretty bumpy 2020 yeah and you know it just didn't really work out just it wasn't looking like he was ever going to race in formula one it's nope. really so competitive and there's so like this isn't well, like there's only 20 seats yeah th- and this isn't like football where you can just play like champions league with you know like 15 10 teams yeah and or 18 teams there's, a, but there's not like there's a bunch of different leagues yeah it's and, like and different driver uh, not different drivers but a like hundreds and hundreds of players. This is 20 drivers. And the difference between mm-hmm. Formula One and any other motorsport ever is vastly different. They want to go to Formula One. Yeah. Oh, it's, that's it's, the goal. it's a prestige. It's yeah. But it's, you know, it's a different competition level. The yeah. best, and I will never not think this, the best drivers ever race in Formula One. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, that, that's a... That's an opinion. I no, mean, I don't even know if it is. Think about think about how well Formula One drivers do when they go to other other forms of competition. Th- Fernando Alonso is a perfect example. He yeah. was winning Indy before his car broke, and he has won Le Mans. But what what, what defines? He wasn't winning Indy. Yes, he was. His second go round, he was in first place until his car broke. Oh, I did not know that. I, or, I watched or his first go. The one where he did not finish high at all is because his, he was no, leading his, the race. His first go, he didn't qualify yes, for Indy. Yes, yes, yes. The second go, I'm pretty sure he did have a chance, and then he had some problems. But Yeah, so his first go around, at one point he was leading that race, and he and it's not like one of those like pit leading. Yeah. It's it like he was actually leading the race, and his car fucked up. They are among, I, I can't, I, they will, I will say they are among the best drivers in the world. Who would you, who would you classify as a better driver? I can't think of them off the top of my head, but... So it sounds like my point's secure. No, but to say to say they are the best drivers in the world, and if you put, like, Lewis Hamilton in a rally car, he's not going as fast as rally drivers. So, yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. It's like, who's a better athlete, but Wayne I, Gretzky or Michael Jordan? I... Um, I don't. That's a hard question. Different sports, but exactly. like the the difference is though. Like, are, but I think if you give Schumacher, Schumacher, fucking true, sure, put Schumacher as an example, or Lewis Hamilton, so you a put, couple like like some time to train for that rally race, he's doing pretty fucking well. I think he will do like, pretty well because they are Formula One drivers and they're not there like because they're bad. Bottas, who isn't the best driver of all time, goes and races mm-hmm. rally in his off season and does really well. But to say who is the greatest driver of all time in any sport? Michael Schumacher. Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> um, Alec, uh, Valentino Rossi. Eight world championships in MotoGP. Yeah. You put Lewis Hamilton in a MotoGP car, MotoGP bike. Yeah. He's a- not winning eight world championships. Well, Lewis Hamilton's pretty sweet on the bike, apparently. Yeah, he is pretty sweet on the but bike. But he's not going to... So, it's impossible. It's, it's you know, true. It's, apple, like, it's apples and oranges. The, yeah, they're both fruit. Like but it, Yeah, a, but that's comparing a motorcycle to a car. Exactly. Like, you, it's harder. Racing. Who's the best rally driver? It, 
it's impossible to decide who is the best driver. You can't just do it based on because who's fastest around the track and who is no. Got, there's a lot of factors that go into it, but no, I, I I believe that like the greatest skill in a driver could be locked within a mind who had never got a chance to kart. True. He might have tried karting then got bullied out of it. True. And he's not even a driver. Could have been me. It's probably not me. It's definitely not me. But it yeah, could have been. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> if I was Michael Schumacher. <laughs> Oh, but, oh, you just admitted it. Michael Schumacher is the best of all time. Don't, hey, it's Michael, don't think I let that slip. Okay, I'm going to bleep that out in post. Lewis <laughs> Hamilton. I stand by Lewis Hamilton. When he comes on the podcast, he's just going to look at you dirty. He's going to be like, Adam, you're pretty sick. I, I'd let him look at me dirty, and I'd be like, you know what, Lewis Hamilton? I still believe it's Michael Schumacher. Also, thank you for being on the podcast. Also, thank you for being on our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but to decide who is the greatest Formula One driver of all time, that's an arguable point. And who's the greatest driver? It's just impossible to say. You, you just don't know. There could be a driver who, because there's drivers who didn't get their chance in Formula One. Callum Eilat is an amazing driver. He is better than a lot of drivers on the Formula One grid. Nicholas Latifi, Nikita Mazepin. Uh, You're just naming a bunch of paid drivers. Roman Grosjean, Kevin Magnussen. He would be faster than those agreed, guys. Agreed, agreed. If he gets a couple of years because they've had this experience yeah. over... You know, raw speed. And I think it's not like Kyle Mallet's not going to race in Formula 1. It's not like that's going to happen. There's a chance he won't. Uh, I don't know. I think he will. Mm. I'd say by 2022, he has a seat somewhere. Where? Uh, Alfa Romeo. Maybe. Kimmy, Kimmy Kimmy's retires. gone, yeah. He re- that's a good point. Yeah, I might race in Alfa Romeo. Could race in Haas if Schumacher yeah. goes to Ferrari. <laughs> Yeah, but they could pull off a, a, um, a Raikkonen situation where they bring Schumacher up to Ferrari. Um, and, and put signs and Haas. Yeah. Yeah, that'll go great. Or um, they throw... For, yeah, what you could I guess what you could do is you could put signs at Alfa Romeo, throw um, <laughs> um, Eilat into the Haas seat and bring Schumacher up to the Ferrari. Mm-hmm. The whole little three-way switcheroo for all the Ferrari the old, powered The old cars. switcheroo. But... <laughs> So the last piece of news, we're going to move on and get back on topic because this has been... There's not a ton of news that happened. Two major yeah, pieces had, of news. It's been two days. Yeah, it's been two days since we discussed news in the last podcast. We're at a 41-minute mark, though. We're doing yeah, pretty good. Pretty excited about that. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Uh, where are you guys listening from? Let us know. Send us a review. We'd love to hear from you. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Also, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop our website and our Instagram. Visit our website at www.com. TheUndercutPod.ca. Go on our Instagram at TheUndercutPod. And find us on Twitter at TheUndercutPod. At TheUndercutPod. Find us on Facebook at TheUndercutPod. Find us on YouTube at TheUndercutPod. Like, comment, subscribe. Yep. Turn on your notification bell. Get that notification bell turned on. And, yeah, we hope you're enjoying your uh, drive to work, your drive home from work. You hope you're enjoying falling asleep, doing homework, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And wherever... Yo, you could be doing what you could be skydiving right now. You yeah, could be like, probably not, but yeah. You could be in the red light district in Amsterdam, yep. wherever you're listening. We appreciate it. New York, Million Dollar Row, whatever it's called. Looking <laughs> over. Chicago and it's the, the Million Mile yeah. or something. The Million Mile. Am I, are we right here? Bridal, give us bridal a... Path, I think it's called. In, uh, no, that's Toronto. Toronto. <laughs> Drake, uh, if you're listening. Oh, my goodness. York Chicago. Uh, yeah, I don't Is it the Million Mile? Well, we'll figure this one out after the podcast. My gosh, we'll, trying to remember. Find yourself on Ventura Boulevard. Yep. Wherever you're listening to. The last piece of news, getting back on topic. Uh, <laughs> Fittipaldi is racing in Formula One. 
It's Emerson Fittipaldi's grandson, mm-hmm. and he still has that Fittipaldi pressure. Oh yeah, the pressure. So imagine Michael, imagine Mick Schumacher. Mick Schumacher's grandson is gonna be like, wow, this Schumacher. It's oh, his it's forever. Great grandfather it's was forever, Michael Schumacher. Yeah. It's gonna, the name is gonna hold forever. But he gets an opportunity to race for Haas, which is a, a little unfortunate that uh, Schumacher doesn't have those um, the FIA yeah, the super points, license yeah. points. Because he could have taken that seat. But Fittipaldi is going to get a chance to race in Formula 1. The opportunity of a lifetime for him. No pressure. He's in that Haas. He's, you know, the car's shit. Yeah. So I'm excited to see how he can do. He's, he's Yeah, re- you were saying the other day you feel like it's the 80s, right? Yeah. A Fittipaldi is in Formula 1. A Schumacher is going to be in Formula 1 soon. I have a mustache. We Mike watched Tyson. the Tyson fight the other weekend. Tyson fought live. F1 cars are catching on fire. Got to get in the nostalgia. If you just called COVID-19 SARS, this would be exactly like the 90s and 2000s. But it is a dude, it's a form of SARS. I don't know if you knew that. Yeah. So we are in we are We are in the 90s. Podcasting My been, dad was like in his 20s. Mm-hmm. For SARS? 30s. Well, no, like for, for SARS I was for in my 30s. Thank talking, you very much. Oh my god, you are old. Everything we're talking about but, my 30s. Uh by the way, it's the Magnificent, magnificent Mile, just so you know. Oh, okay, good to know. In Chicago, it's called the Magnificent Mile. Yeah, just so you know. If you're listening from there, sorry for uh, taking so long to get your name. You're probably not listening from there, but... We Fitt- tried. Fittipaldi's back in Formula 1 in Haas. There's two new Formula 2 drivers going to mm-hmm. be in seats next weekend. Yep. It's going to be such an exciting race, so make sure you tune in and watch that race. Oh, I'm looking forward to we it. We don't have to bleep this out. We're giving Formula 1 free promotion here. I... If the free promotion turns into something later, I'd leave it in. Yeah, I think we should leave it in, actually. <laughs> but make sure to tune into that race. I think it's going to be very exciting. Again, lots of overtakes. It's going to be a Monza-type situation. I'm excited to see the outer track. Oh, me too. I have I saw the safety car lap yeah. go around today, and it's going to be fast. Yeah, oh, I'm excited. It's going to be a good how, race. I'm excited how the, to see how the cars are going to be, behave on the outer track that's not raced on a lot. No. It's going to be maybe some relatively new, not rubbered in pavement. They do have a couple of supporting races, like Formula 2, to help rubber in yeah, that track. Yeah, right before. So it's not going to be an Istanbul situation. No. But it's going to be interesting. It's something the drivers haven't really experienced before, that layout. Yeah. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Hamilton's not there. Someone else is going to win a race for the first time this season. It's almost a dream. <laughs> it's almost a dream scenario. Oh yeah, for a Formula One fan, for sure. Watch Bottas is going to win by like thirty seconds in Hamilton so. fashion. No, I I really don't think so. It's a it's a dream scenario. You it might be have, Max. Yeah, could, could be, be Max. Max. Could be George. George. Russell. George Russell. I hope it's George Russell. But it's a dream scenario. You have oh, yeah. a young young gun in the Mercedes seat. The most dominant driver ever is out of Formula One. Second most dominant driver ever. He has more wins. I know. Equal number of championships. Thirty more poles. I know. Vegan what dog. Dated yes. Rihanna. He's been on Ellen. The list goes on, Mark. But we'll talk about that in another podcast. I don't know if I'd count he him being on Ellen hey, as just, a supporting role. There is dominance. Don't disrespect my girl Ellen like that. You heard it here. Ellen's a bully. We've heard it all year. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> he was, he was <laughs> also actually interviewed by uh, David Letterman. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah. But it's going to be an exciting race. Lots of new variables. Lots of unexpected things. Oh, yeah. And it's going to be fun. I think, so I think it might be the most exciting race of the season. Yeah. 
Uh, do you guys have anything else to add before we sign off tonight? I think I'm good. Yeah, I think me too. Randy, do you have anything you'd like to say? No, I'm just actually looking forward to uh, seeing the race. I'm excited about it. It's, it's going to be nice to see somebody other than Lewis Hamilton actually. And I think the psyche of the other drivers too, mm-hmm. knowing that he's not there might just juice them up a little bit because they think, hey, maybe I've got a chance. So, yeah. you know, Russell's got, to, Russell's got to defend himself. And uh, so it should be a pretty interesting race. I'm actually really excited to watch that one. So now, yeah. I just thank you for allowing me to be on your podcast, guys. Anytime. It was Thanks for thank coming, you for on. coming on. If what do you guys think is going to happen in this race? Let us know. Send us a message. A mess, a message. I can't say yes. George Rushall. Got to put your teeth back in. Send us, send us a message on Instagram at the Undercut Pod. Reach out to us on our website at www.theundercutpod. www.theundercutpod.ca. Facebook, Twitter, wherever you feel like it. Leave us a review. YouTube. Let us know what you think is going to happen at the Secure or Sikhar Grand Prix. Whoever it's set up. Secure, whatever it is. Yeah. However, it said it's going to be exciting. And from us at the Indica Podcast, thank you for listening. What did you think? Did you like it? Did you dislike it? Did you agree with our points? Did you disagree with our points? Like I just mentioned, let us know. And we will see you on... Well, not see you. We will be back on Sunday, 9 p.m. EST. This one will be on time. Yeah. We got a new mic, so we're fixing the audio issues at the Portable Studio. The audio was not that amazing in a no. couple of our previous podcasts. And we're fixing that. And thank you for listening. And we will see you on Sunday. All right. Cheers. Bye, Bye guys.